a world that's cold, thankless, and unforgiving, a new podcast arises to show you how to make the most out of your career. Introducing the Offer Podcast. Offer Podcast. Finally, a podcast that teaches you how to do what you want to do for a living. With guest speakers and founders making quantifiable company-wide impact from iconic startups and Fortune 500 companies. Guest speakers so far have come from New York Life, Google, VaynerMedia, Marketo, Adobe, and more in a wide range of different career paths. Learn how they became successful. We provide actionable advice on how to properly navigate your career. You don't want to miss a single episode of this show, The Offer Podcast. Welcome to The Offer Podcast. This is Brandon Aborgi, your host. Season 2, Episode 2. Special episode for you guys today. We're going to talk about how specifically to navigate your career and why it's so important from the mouths of others, from some of the guests that we've had on the show previously. So excited for you guys to learn uh, specific things that they recommend and pathways that should be followed when navigating their career. Uh, We're going to introduce each person that is speaking on our podcast in the form of a question. One more thing as well, for those who are local to the San Francisco Bay Area, we are hosting a resume workshop. In that workshop, we're going to go over specifics on what your resume should look like uh, when it comes down to uh, how long it should be, um, why my resume is not getting noticed by hiring managers, what are things that I can do to make sure that I stand out in the interview process. We're also going to go over some interview coaching as well at our offices on July 9th uh, at 6 p.m. That's 6701 Cole Center Parkway, Suite 250, Pleasanton, California. That's 6701 Cole Center Parkway, Suite 250, Pleasanton, California. If you're local to the Bay Area, we'd love to see you. The first one is a clip with Eugene Tamampos, our first guest on offer and we asked Eugene what makes someone successful at their career um, at the end of the day dude it's 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 truly happiness it's happiness I mean if you're winning in, if you're happy in life you're winning you know now what contributes to that happiness that's that's different for everybody but from what I've learned it usually falls into one of two categories right growth and contribution if you feel like you're growing as a person you're generally happy and of course like Jim Rohn says the more um, you know, don't focus on getting more, focus on becoming more. And then once you become more, uh, you become, you, you create that value, the money will follow you. Something I truly believe to this day, anyone can be successful if they, number one, follow a process, but number two, have to implement the process. Like the groundwork is laid out, especially in a sales career. If you're following some good management, you know, some good leadership, they're going to tell you everything you need to become successful. It's just a matter of how coachable are you? The second is with guest speaker Tracy Wilk, ex-chief compliance officer at Google. We asked him, if someone doesn't know how to navigate their career, what are steps they can take to move into the right direction? Really, assuming really advise people to develop strong skills in critical areas that are necessary in all jobs, um, like sales and influencing and presentations and analysis and project management. And ultimately, I think your your passion will ultimately find you and will find you faster if you're open to the concept that 
you can find it in an environment or in a product or in a certain leader or in a certain set of colleagues and not just in a specific role. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's sort of the, the, the foundation that I think uh, is, is helpful to people to set their careers uh, along a good path. What's the most important thing to remember when navigating your career? Mark Evans talks about owning your own pathway and paying attention to what's important. When, when did you start kind of, you know, realizing, wow, I'm, I'm moving, doing all the things I'm doing for a reason. How important is, is, was that to you? It's definitely, it was, it's incredibly important to me. Um, you know, like I, I, I try to be a goal oriented individual and, and really kind of try to map out where I want to be able to get myself to. And certainly that those goals pivot all the time. Um, but the big thing is, you know, life's too short to be unhappy or unfulfilled in what you're doing. And, you know, for me, it's always been about like, how can I continue to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with amazing people and, and, and out in, a, in a place where I'm able to grow um, and really kind of nothing is worse than feeling like you're walking to the gallows, you know, coming to work, you know, you, you, you can't feel that way. So I think the, the big thing is you have to take the reins for it, you know, of your own career. You can't just sit back and hope that a manager is going to guide you along. Certainly it's great to be able to find, you know, smart managers and mentors, but at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and be happy with what you see um, and really kind of own up to that, you know, that's it's on you. Um, so it's really, I'm a big believer in controlling your destiny and, and really being thoughtful about what you do um, and, and really being able to take the right steps. You know, it's like the old saying, measure twice, cut once. Um, you know, do proper analysis and then be able to, to take the next step that makes the most sense for you. In this next section, Scott Lees talks about how to move up and how to get promoted when you're at the bottom to someone. Well, I, I think it's everything. You know, I, I think the first thing you want to try to do is, is figure out why you're in whatever field you're in and where you ultimately want to go. Uh, and if you can figure those two things out, then the path can start to develop. You, you've got your point A, you've got your point B, right? And so now you can start to figure out how to go from one place to the other. Too many people don't know what they want to do with themselves. You know, I, I ask people in interviews sometimes, uh, you know, if I gave you a magic wand, like what's the, what's the role that you would have? What's the job? Um, and a lot of people can't answer it, you know? So you got to figure those two things out. And every move you make from A to B uh, should be designed to get you closer to your ultimate goal. You know, you should be moving your uh, income. And your, you should be moving your salary up. You should be moving your on-target earnings up. You should be, you know, trying to earn more equity. Uh, you should be trying to get a better title. You should be trying to save more. You should have goals of, you know, improving your living situation, improving your, um, you know, your retirement savings accounts and, you know, investments and stuff like that. Yeah, right? You know, you need a new car, all this kind of stuff. So every move you make has got to be designed to be a stepping stone for you to go from point A to, to point B. 
you don't have to make that step in one massive leap. You know, you, you're not going to go from being a 21 year old kid just graduating school making 35, 40 grand a year to making a million dollars, you know, next year, most likely, right? You, you, you navigate it by crushing the role that you're in now and, you know, trying to move up within the company. And if you feel like a particular company, you know, has kind of, you've kind of ceilinged out there, then you should explore, you know, maybe going somewhere else where you can continue to, to, to grow, right? Grow, grow everything, grow your skills, grow your um, responsibilities, all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I think that, uh, I think that that's how people think more and more these days. You know, I, I, I think the, the days that somebody worked in a place for 13, 14, 15 years straight, um, they might be gone and I don't know if they're coming back, you know, and I think companies need to recognize that and, uh, you know, really try hard to develop their people and give them these opportunities for growth quickly. Um, and knowing, knowing that if you can't, that people are probably going to move on. And I, I don't blame them, you know. In the next clip, Sean Shepard talks about the four key pillars of self-development and how self-development leads to successful career navigation that talks about four key pillars that everybody needs to focus on to develop themselves and then we have a methodology for finding person company fit the same way that we teach our companies to find product market fit so let me begin at the beginning the beginning is um, in the innovation economy in this fourth industrial revolution in which we now are are living in there is no distinction anymore between personal and professional development you develop yourself as a person, you will develop yourself as a professional. That's number one. Okay, so now how do you just go about thinking about developing yourself as a professional? There are four key pillars that everyone needs to kind of track and manage in their life. Mindset, mastery, career, and community. And so what does that mean? First is, is that you've got to work on your own mind. My definition of success in this world is the ability to manage your, yourself. That begins with managing your own thoughts and, and emotions and giving yourself a growth mindset or training yourself into it, which, again, puts you in a place where you are learn-it-all, not a know-it-all, where there is no failure, there's only learning, where mistakes are the way to learn, where we, uh, vulnerability is not weakness, where the word rejection has been taken away from your vocabulary and it's been replaced with the word feedback and feedback is viewed as a gift. And that everything you do is in pursuit of trying to understand and learn so that you can be better, which means if you're better for yourself, you can be better for everyone else. The second is mastery. The concept of one can master anything with deliberate intent and practice over time. You don't have to be born with the gift of gab to become a great leader, salesperson, or orator. You don't have to be born with a certain amount of innate talent uh, in the right brain and the left brain uh, to develop skill set that will help you master anything. Anyone can master just about anything with the right deliberate intention and in practice. And understanding the building blocks of that, which are knowledge, competency, proficiency, and then ultimately mastery. Do you know what it is? Can you do it? Can you do it really well? And then can you become a master of it so that you can teach others? The third is career. Build yourself a career path and plan that helps you 
support and develop the things that you want. Craft your story and be clear with the world about what you're looking for. Whether it's entrepreneurship or employment, it doesn't matter. But view yourself as a product in a market. And your job is to find fit for yourself in that market. And then community ultimately is surround yourself with people who want what's best for you, have already done what you want to do, um, believe in you, and or know the path you're going down. And so you build a community of mentors, but you better have a clear ask of those people. And you use that as your brain trust to help support your pursuit, your constant pursuit of mastery, your constant pursuit of staying in the right mindset, um, and the constant iteration of your career path. On this next clip, Bob Perkins talks about what is needed for someone to find career success. I do believe the, the last point I'll make here is I wholeheartedly believe that that failure is the um, is the one ingredient that has to be uh, it has to be part of the part of your career success cannot be accomplished without failure. It just can't be. I mean, I failed at teaching school right now. You know, some of you, well, you didn't fail. I go, well, it, you know, no, it, it wasn't a good fit for me. And I had to move up and move careers. Well, uh, without that failure, I never would have found inside sales. And so even when people lose jobs, right, they lose a job and we talk, I say, you know, this, this is not a bad thing. Um, I have a son out in Oregon that was in ba banking. He didn't do well. He lost his job, but now he's, uh, you know, very successful marketing person. So, um, you know, failure isn't all bad. <laughs> really well, you can navigate from there. So there you have it, folks. Six guests answering six questions on how to successfully navigate your career. The first one, what makes you successful at your career? Well, that's happiness, growth, and contribution. How does someone start navigating their career? By developing skills necessary in all jobs and letting the passion find you. What is the most important thing to remember when navigating your career? It's on you to get yourself where you want to go. How you get promoted and how do you move up in the organization you're working in? You do that by figuring out why you're in a career and figuring out where you want to go. How does self-development lead to successful career navigation? By developing yourself as a person and then using that to develop yourself as a professional. What is the key ingredient needed to find career success? Failure. There you have it. We hope that was helpful. Use those points as a base to figure out your next step in your career path and hopefully you'll be able to get there a lot sooner.